everybody. This is so exciting. This is the Hallmarkies podcast, and we are here to talk about 2018 non-Christmas. We're giving our favorites. It's going to be very fun. I'm Rachel, and Amber's here. Wait, what? <laughs> Amber's here? <laughs> uh, so I know, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on. You can rewind. This is Amber. She's back. <laughs> you thought I had died or quit? You were right. I did quit, but not the podcast, my other job. And now I have a better job, but it was very stressful December. Yeah. yeah. She was one of those like stressed out because of business people uh, I was. in and a homework movie. Can I just tell you a thing? We had a secret Santa, not a secret Santa, a white elephant party. Yeah. And there was like a stuffy attorney guy that I was like, oh, just experience the joy of Christmas because he was going to not bring a present. <laughs> and I tricked him into doing presents. So uh, I feel like I was living a Hallmark movie yeah. minus the yeah. love. I was yeah. like the quirky side character. Yeah. Well, we're proud of you. For <laughs> it's hard to start a new job. And uh, we are very grateful to all the co-hosts and to everybody, uh, especially Amy, uh, who did so many <laughs> episodes with us, uh, with me. I really appreciate everybody who helped make it all work and uh, it was a lot of uh, a lot of fun and uh and so we're excited to have amber back and uh we have special our special good friend ruth hill is here hi nice to be back yeah thanks so much we both made it through the christmas season yeah <laughs> i'm did. proud of both of us <laughs> i feel like it's more stressful to be ruth than it is to be you um <laughs> Well, I don't have a child, so <laughs> there you go. Ruth has, has a child, and she lives with a family where I live by yeah. myself, so yeah. that helps. So, so um, I'm just saying, like, stop bragging. Ruth is the one who should brag. Fair enough. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's perfectly fine. Rachel can we we we, we can we can build Rachel up. That is perfectly fine. <laughs> it's we can great. All, we can all support each other. It's that's great. right. That's very right. excited to now be done with Christmas and mm -hmm. be talking about all the other seasons that Hallmark gave us this year yeah. and our favorites from uh, the, the non-Christmas. And mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And right now we're in Winterfest uh, for 2019. So we're kind of right in immediately in the thick of things and uh, so we each have our top 10 list and would you agree Ruth that it was a struggle to make yes <laughs> it was very difficult and um but I will say this year I think I did a better job of being um not letting my bias uh force oh. me into picking some movies that I might have picked uh-huh um, there were some that I really wanted to pick and I almost felt bad not putting them in my top 10 uh -huh. um, because they were very close. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of these in the top 10 could easily tie uh -huh. um, for, yeah. for whatever, uh, you know, some of these are very close. Um, and there were a lot of excellent picks that Hallmark did over 2018. I think it was an incredible year for them. Yeah. I mean, I had about, 30 that yeah. i could have put in my top 10 to be honest that yeah. i really enjoyed so uh yeah it's gonna be i think our lists are gonna be really different which will be really fun yeah so, all right let's get started so my number 10 
is the Good Witch Tale of Two Hearts mm-hmm. <laughs> movie. I mean, just having Mayor Martha defecting to Blairsville was so funny. I kind of wish that they had kept it longer. They hadn't resolved it in yeah. the movie. But nevertheless, it was still really funny. And I thought there were a lot of really cute moments, like when they find that tunnel and mm-hmm. they're <laughs> going in there. And uh, I, I liked... Uh, I, I liked that Phil was gone. That made me happy. Uh, and uh, I don't know, just the whole like mythos of like, I liked how they had like this sort of, it felt like sort of watching Once Upon a Time at the beginning. I like, I thought that was fun having this whole fairy tale kind of aspect to it. And there, there's the, uh, um, the, uh, what was it? The um, heart of Middleton in this, mm-hmm. in the stone. And that was all just, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. And I thought the whole cast was, was just bringing like they always do and they were all great so that's what i have at 10 um what about you amber what do you have at 10 so my number 10 is probably going to start a fight so i'm ready <laughs> my number 10 is home by spring oh my god really i really enjoyed that movie wow i found like so many of those things very funny that were in the show that rachel was just like they're stupid I hated it. Yeah. Rachel hated it. It's her least favorite movie of like all time. Yeah. And wow. everyone should take her opinions very seriously because Rachel is now a Rotten Tomatoes approved. <laughs> That's critic. right. That's right. Um, but no, I found a lot, I found so much of it to be funny and just kind of a little bonkers. And I don't know. I feel like we could use some more bonkers. Uh-huh. But I just liked it. So it's my number 10. Good. Everybody gets to have their own list. That's right. Um, all right. Uh, so, uh, so Ruth, what do you have at your number ten? For my number ten, I have the Beach House. Okay, um, good. At number ten, and that actually probably the, for for me the main reason that that movie worked so well that it had been a long time anticipation. I I mean, Andy McDowell had announced that movie so long ago. Um, that she was going to be doing it and I began to despair that it wouldn't even that you know that the deal had fallen through she wasn't going to do it because I was I'm I'm a huge fan of Andy's um, uh-huh. and um, have watched a lot of her I became a huge fan during Cedar Cove and so um, so watching that I really did, was not incredibly familiar with a lot of the rest of the cast i mean since that time i've become a little more familiar but i loved absolutely loved the way the way that she portrayed her character uh, i thought it was um a very i thought it was very emotional the story um i i had not read the book i had planned on reading the book before i saw the movie but it didn't work out and so i don't know how how much it followed the book but it was beautifully shot. The story for me was, um, I, I don't even know if my expectations were incredibly high. I mean, I expected to like Andy, but I didn't know how much I would like the story or, or how much I would connect with it. And it was, it was, it's one of the few Hallmark movies where I actually got really emotional at the end. Uh And so that, so that one comes in at 10 for me. Cool. Yeah, that one's in my top 20. I I enjoyed it. I I, I thought they do make some changes from the book, but mm-hmm. that's expected. Yeah. Uh, they I think the biggest difference is they flush out the um 
pregnant girl oh, character okay. a lot more yeah. in the book. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it too. My favorite part about that movie was just all the flirty moments oh, between yeah. Chad Michael Murray's character right. and Kelly. I thought that they were really cute. I, yeah. I enjoyed that. So uh, very good. All right. So my number nine shows growth as a person for me. Mm-hmm. It is Garage Sale Mysteries, The Pandora's Box Mystery. Oh. I know. Shocker. Uh, This one, I thought Garage Sale Mysteries converted me to mystery shows. I thought that (laughs) it was so much better than any of the other shows, uh, except for maybe Dara Dara, but I don't really count that as a mystery show. I count that as a courtroom drama. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I, I just thought that it was really fun. The family dynamics were really fun. And the sleuthing dynamics were really fun, <laughs> both yeah. sides. And I, I, I liked uh, how they like. I liked how they film it with her, like having that sort of extra perception mm-hmm. of things. And yeah. this one I thought was fun because it had so many characters, and I thought they did a good job obfuscating pretty well. Mm-hmm. And you had um, you had Lane uh, Edwards in this. You had Antonio Cupo in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had a great cast. I. Yeah, I just really enjoyed it, and I thought the uh, the it was pretty clever with who yeah. who killed the the woman, yeah. and so yeah, there you go. Look at me having a mystery in my. That's something good I for know. you. That that one almost made my top ten. It was very close. I almost put that one in my top ten. So I very- like the whole Andronicus. That was like a great name for yeah. a like wealthy family and yeah i i but i like i liked all the graduate mysteries i thought they were all good yes and me too mm-hmm. i'm like i'm a convert so amber what do you have at number nine so at number nine i have the movie where cameron matheson is allergic to clothing <laughs> yes that's right ladies and gentlemen i have a summer to remember oh. and this is a summer that i will actually always remember because this is when i became a grown-up and fell in love with cameron matheson <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's Ooh. funny. But well, yeah, this movie yeah. was great. Catherine Bell has really become one of my favorites as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I liked all of the sec- secondary characters. I mean, you know, I, I loved the like photographer girl and. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she was yeah. so good. Yeah. And the like daughter guy, that mm-hmm. them all day. Yes, please. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my number nine. So are you officially on Team Catherine Bell? I think point? I am on Team Catherine Yes. Bell. We're making such progress as people. Look at us. That, yeah, that one almost made my top 10 too. Uh, it, was, it, was, yeah. it was really close. That yeah, that one for me is number 13. Mm. They're pretty close. Yeah, my, so it was, mine was, it was I close. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't rank. I know you, you, Rachel, are really good at making, ranking all of them. Uh, yeah. And I stopped at 10. I didn't actually go and rank the others. That's smarter. You have less <laughs> temptation to change yeah. your <laughs> Right, right. Okay. Uh, very good. Yeah. Uh, what is your number nine? Well, my number nine um, is a One Winter Weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, which I know probably, pro- I have a feeling that Rachel might have rated that one higher than the number nine. You are, but... Your feelings are correct. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, no it was hard. <laughs> but um but i i probably don't have to go into too much detail about why one winter weekend is uh 
is in my top 10. Um, but I mean, this was for me was such, such a wonderful, um, a wonderful storyline, um, wonderful cast. Um, I had yeah. I had been I had become a fan of Taylor Coles, but this film really like kicked my my mm -hmm. fan you know my I guess my fan worship into high gear. Yeah. <laughs> like your fan was blowing on like the low setting, and then now yeah. on the high yeah, setting, right, right, <laughs> yeah, right. Because I had been I mean I had been a fan of Taylor Coles since Appetite for Love was when uh -huh. was my introduction to her. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I've been watching her, but this one, like, really, it was like, wow, you know, yeah. this is, this is really cool. And, you know, Jack Turner, you know, I, I've been a fan of his from, from uh, uh, My Summer Prince. That was when I first saw him and I loved him in that. And, um, but this was just, was, I felt even a step up for him. His, the role was better for him. Um, and you know, let's even and then. I mean, Rakia. Do I have to even say any more? I mean, I have a I have an interview that will be coming uh, with Rakia that is yeah. pretty phenomenal. And all four um, of them were so strong. I yeah, think. they're oh, really good. It was like you had, and I know you. I know you said this last year. I think when we when we covered Winterfest, um, that it was like you had four lead, like four leading. Yeah. Instead of having just two leads, it was like you had four leads because they really did give the supporting cast or the supporting leads they they really gave that secondary couple quite a major storyline you yeah. you you couldn't ignore them and it was nice to see and what a good way to to really inject the diversity into the storyline and hallmark carried that theme that was back in january and they carried that th theme you kept seeing more and more diverse casts as the year went on yeah and i think that uh one winter week can set a really good precedent for that yeah. i think so i think you're right i agree uh all right so my number eight is the sweetest heart I really liked this one because I really liked the fact that you had three different couples mm -hmm. kind of at different stages yeah. of their various romances. I liked all of the couples. You know, I love Chris McNally. He is so dreamy mm -hmm. to me. And yeah. I thought that him and Julia did a good job mm -hmm. uh, together. I also really liked Tammy Gillis and, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and Andrea Brooks mm -hmm. and their guys i can think of their guys names but they were mm -hmm. really fun and i i just like i like these movies with like multiple sort of romances and mm -hmm. even though they had disgusting cupcakes although i'm told from andrea books that they were actually good she claims yeah. that the yeah. rosemary and a pine nuts was actually good mm -hmm. to take her word on that but um but, but yeah. it was actually chocolate and you were just yeah. acting like it was rosemary and pine nuts. <laughs> maybe yeah maybe uh so i really enjoyed it i thought it was a really fun like witty banter i liked uh i liked tammy gillis's character in particular and how she was like telling she like it was so telling to me like as soon as you're uh, as an older single as soon as your friends get engaged they immediately think they can tell you exactly what you're doing wrong with your yeah. life yeah. <laughs> and that that was very truthful that to me and so i i really enjoyed it so i have it at number eight uh -huh. so i uh, so amber what do you have at number eight 
At number eight, I have once again another controversial for Rachel pick, um, which just goes to show that I am better at humor than Rachel is. I chose Yes, I Do. Yes, oh, that's a Mark great Roger one. And Jen Lilly. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a great one. Um, yeah. I found a lot of the elements to be really funny. It felt to me like a throwback to screwball comedy. Mm-hmm. Jen Lilly didn't say that, but I don't care what she said. That's yeah. what happened. Right. And I just really loved it. Mm-hmm. And to be yeah. fair, like Marcus Rosner's character was impossibly perfect. And I didn't yeah, mind yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he even, he, we even had a shirtless. We had like a part yeah. of a shirtless. That's thing. right. <laughs> I, you know, you, you, as I've told Marcus, that is, a, that is a theme with his movies. So it's, so. <laughs> yeah, I liked that part. I did not like the movie. It wasn't for me. I just didn't think yeah. they were in love at all. And I didn't think they trusted each other at all. So I didn't oh. have any investment in it. And I just didn't enjoy it. So that's yeah. okay, though. We can all have different lists. Yeah. Uh, well, that one was very, I mean, that was probably number 11. I mean, that was one that yeah, I had I a really it. hard time not putting that on my list. I, it, it pained me <laughs> to cross it off because I wanted it on my list. And I was like, oh, good. But anyway. Um, so. so what's your number eight then? Ah, well, garage cell mystery, murder in D minor. Yeah, that was a really good one. Uh, and that one, uh, it was so weird. It, w- it was just on. Uh, it was on tonight again. Oh, I was, really? I, I, yeah, my mom happened to turn the TV on. And I was like, oh, that's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that one, I think what I really liked about that one, um, well, I, I was kind of set up to like it because um, I had talked with uh, – uh, with 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 uh, Kevin O'Grady, uh, Detective Linwood. I had talked with him um, before the movies even aired, and he said, "Well, this one has an international flair to it," and and so when I got to that one, I was watching for that. Yeah, and um, and the fact that Allison Wanzura was in it. Um, mm-hmm. Now I went into it because I, as I've mentioned before. Um, I go through the cast list before the movie, before uh-huh. the mysteries come on and pick my murderer out. And <laughs> most of the time I'm right. Just based on that, even if it doesn't make sense, if I can look at the list, I can usually figure out who the murderer will be. And so I had her picked out, but what I will say is you, she played her part so impeccably that you didn't see her as, the murderer she was this sweet this sweet girl and then all of a sudden she makes this change and when she made that change she really really bought into it i was i was like man this is really quite something she did Uh it she did it very very well and i just liked i liked having the the international part to Uh it and and uh bringing bringing all that kind of stuff in it the german stuff and all that i think was kind of fun it was really good and i loved those two guys the like the appraiser estate whatever guys yeah you know watch the simpsons but they kind of reminded me of (laughs) sideshow bob and his brother on the simpsons or like the two frazier and niles crane on yeah it's the same voices same people yes okay Um, i can see that yeah and uh, i i don't know they were really i thought funny and at first they were trying to make it out like they're the murderers but i almost yes like no way these people are too over the top to be the murderers right Right. yep (laughs) yeah Uh, so yeah that one was that was my second favorite of the garage sale yeah 
it was it was a really fun one so you see why you have it at number eight um all right so my number seven is uh royal hearts and if you know me you know that i love curmudgeonly grumpy old men and i don't know if it's just because my my grandpa was a very curmudgeonly grumpy old man but he wasn't very lovable and so like i like these movies where they turn lovable (laughs) it's like a a fantasy right um but i really liked (laughs) i really liked uh, you know city busby's adorable but james brolin complaining about his dog and like oh yeah sitting on that throne and me like i just really enjoyed his antics i thought see yeah. that's what i think is funny and yeah. we all have different things we think are funny i thought he was really funny i thought that mm-hmm. him and that that bar owner were cute i enjoyed yes. that yes. um i liked cindy she's adorable the oh, two guys yeah. were pretty swoon worthy i think and mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. fun and i liked the whole castle in romania and yes all of that was was very well done and we had so many princess movies this yes. year and this was personally my favorite yes absolutely yeah. i have it at number seven what mm-hmm. about you amber what do you have at number seven um my number seven has already been mentioned Ooh. on this podcast <laughs> it is the good witch tale of two hearts oh, it was so good it really was and for all the reasons that rachel said i I'm still mad that Martha left Blairsville and I think Blairsville should have won. (laughs) See our podcast on that for more details, but I, anything that can get me that riled up on behalf of Martha is a great Mm -hmm. show. So I love, I really loved it and I am so excited for it to come back. Countdown does April. April. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Very good. Uh, (laughs) All right. Ruth, what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is The Perfect Bride Wedding Bells. Mm, that was a good one. Actually, but I put it number seven. And this one, um, well, I was already looking forward to it because, of course, you have Pascal and Kevin. And um, what I loved, though, is that then Casey Manderson was mm-hmm. brought yeah, back. Yeah, I forget he was in that movie. Yeah, yeah that, was actually, that was actually one of the reasons that I refused to uh consider taking it out there at one point i considered taking it out and i actually couldn't over your list because i kept seeing him in my mind (laughs) and and it had nothing to do with i mean i i mean he'll probably never listen to the podcast i mean so no so i I mean i'm not saying maybe he will but 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 he may not even have the time because i know he's really busy right now um very very busy and uh so um it's not about being faithful to him, but it was just, I loved what he did. I really enjoy uh, Kevin and Pascal. And um, so um, for me, I thought, I personally thought it was a fairly good sequel. Um, I enjoyed it and I enjoyed that they brought so many people back. They brought back uh, uh, even the, the, the owner of the, um, the gym. Mm -hmm. if I remember right yeah yeah because she actually oh, yeah because they like go into business together or something because yeah. he's and at least they didn't bring back that that other fiance though well now see <laughs> I would have loved that personally I would have loved having her come back but because uh-huh. <laughs> I love because I love the I, actually I would have loved to have had her come back and have but have a redemption story I think would uh, be, but that's or like have her fall in love with Lane Edwards 
There. Oh, that, oh, that could have been cute. Yeah, that would have been something. Been cute. Yeah. In the third one. In the third one. Right. I, I will always, like, I definitely our interview with Lane is one of my favorites we've ever done. I was just yeah. dying laughing and yeah. uh, for all things. And I, so any movie that he's in, I, I think for, for, for now to eternity, I'll feel, I'll feel more like, I mean, even I'm going to see that dog movie this week, I feel like I got to support Lane because right. he is the best. Right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, very good, very good pick. Okay, so number six for me is very, very Valentine, mm. and this was so sweet. I just loved it. It was so romantic. I loved the whole masquerade ball. I really liked Damon Runyon. I, I thought that he was pretty likable for that kind of role. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he was very, very sexy and great. And then you have Cameron Matheson, who was like sweet, adorable boy next door kind of sexy. Mm-hmm. And he was great. And uh, it had a lot of tropes, but I just really <laughs> enjoyed it. And I yeah. thought that uh, Danica was just so adorable. Mm-hmm. And I think that Marcy Holland did a great job on the script yeah. and I just really enjoyed it. So that's what I have at number six. All right. Uh, so Amber, what about you? My number six is sort of more like when they give the Oscar to something at the end of a, you know, a series or something. Oh, right. Yeah. Or like the Emmys to something on its last leg and it's been on for 40 years. <laughs> this is like your return of the King nomination. Yes. It's, yeah. well, it's akin to that, but <laughs> it is signed, still delivered to the altar. Oh. Um, I felt they did so many things in that. And I was torn really, because I think technically as a movie on it, like a standalone movie, I enjoyed yeah. the road less traveled more. Uh-huh. But when you take into account, the like the sentimental value of this movie which i believe is the last and we should just leave it there because it was so great i because you don't want to just drag something out and then it gets stupid because they're gonna have to introduce conflicts and blah 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 to keep yeah i think that it totally is the ending they even have a toast at the end about their time together i mean i feel like uh, you know but feel free postables to prove us wrong hopefully we're wrong I, I loved so many things about this movie. It was so sweet and so romantic and so fun. So this is why it is my number six. Very good. Okay. Very good. Uh, Ruth, what about you? Well, my number six is Falling for You. Oh, good one. Um, that one, um, that, that was... It's too bad Tyler Hines isn't that charming, right? <laughs> right. Oh my god. Just turn it up a little bit more here. Or yeah, something. right. Yeah, well he he what he did figure in big to uh the reason that it it, it yeah. came in at number 6. Um cuz he was he is he's pretty incredible on the screen and off the screen, I would say. Yeah. Um just my interactions with him off screen have been have been fantastic and um and that one I loved again. I mean, again, Taylor Cole. I don't think I've ever chosen two favorite films in one year starring Taylor Cole. So I think that 2018 was like the year of Taylor Cole. And I kind of feel like that's going to continue. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's got a mystery and yeah. a sequel in one month in 2018. Yes. So, yes. I, yeah. So I, I think that Taylor Cole has really, I think 2018 really established her as like one of the hallmark yeah. 
leading top leading ladies. I really mm-hmm. do believe that. And I think we're going to, um, I she think even did many, a preview special. You don't yeah, get to do Yeah, right. She did. Special. You're right. You're right. Yeah. She and Rakia did, which was wonderful. Mm-hmm. That was a really fun one. A yeah. fun preview special. Definitely. Uh, but then it was really it was... neat to see Allison Wanzura in like a nice part for a change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. always playing these incredible psychopaths and <laughs> these, yeah. or these, or this, or this horrible, uh, one who's trying to steal the, you know, she's trying to, she's the other steal the bakery. And when she plays the other woman, I mean, she plays it right. I mean, yeah, it's true. Yeah, she she yeah. does. And usually Hallmark and Hallmark, she has that. Um, she's always playing the other woman, the murderer. When you see her elsewhere, it's like she's always playing these characters that are not nice. Mm-hmm. And you know, I happen to know she's very nice. Uh, I mean, I, and I know you guys feel the same way, yeah. but it's like, I've actually met her now. So I can say that, yeah, she is very nice. <laughs> and uh, so that was great. And then I loved this whole idea of this bachelor bake-off. I mean, it was just like, wow, that was just such a totally cool idea. The moment I heard that, uh, I knew I was going to like the movie. It's like, I didn't care about anything else. I just wanted to see the bachelor make off. <laughs> and, um, and Madison Smith. And I don't remember now. Now I'm trying to remember who played his brother and it's completely lost on me. Cause I know. And, and I feel bad because I know that I know who played his brother, but it's, but it's escaped me. Is it Matt Visser? Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Those two, it was, it was, I know it was very small, but it was so hilarious to see the yeah. two of them on screen together. Um, they acted so much like brothers. And so just for yeah. me, I, I plan, I, I figured I'd enjoy the movie, but I ended up enjoying it more than I thought I would. And so it was really yeah. a surprise. I wouldn't have thought if you would have told me, I would have been putting it in my top 10. Um, yeah. You know, I, I probably probably would have said, nah, it's not going to go in my top 10. It'll, it'll be okay. It'll be fun, but it's not going to go in my top 10. Here it is at number six. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I, th- I think the true star of Falling for You was Joao Bokin's script. Oh, well, and yeah. Where I realized that I, she's, my, she's just one of my favorite people. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she did. You tell that that was a fresh voice. Yes. Fresh. You, same, similar to Road to Christmas. Like it just yeah. felt like this is a new voice. And sure enough, it was right. a new writer, Zach Hug, and he did an amazing job. Right. And so it's, it's fun when you get that in the, like the, yes. the, the, the veterans do an amazing job too, but yes. I don't know. It's also cool sometimes to get some. Oh veterans, yeah. So. Yeah. Very good. And so, okay. What now I've lost track. We're at number five, five correct? Five. Yeah. Five. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So my number five is the Daro and Daro body of evidence. Uh-huh. So this was the, uh, I, this was the last of the ones. Yes. Um, and I, I was really surprised, uh, that I, I, I don't know. I just thought this, I just thought this was so charming. Mm-hmm. I really liked the case. I thought it was just really s- slickly mm-hmm. written i thought wendy malik had some really fun moments yeah. i uh yeah i i liked it better than the first one of the year mm-hmm. uh and um yeah i was surprised when i looked on uh, the ratings this one did very badly so mm-hmm. i hope that doesn't mean we'll get less uh it, mm-hmm. it 
like usually hallmark movies and mysteries get around 1.2 to 1 1.5 and this had 0.78 oh. so i hope that doesn't lead to to less because i just i i like uh, i like these series and i like these actors right. and think they're really charming and uh so that's what i have at number five. Oh, that that one pained me to not put in my top 10 yeah it was again very close yeah. so also I, am i crazy or does that mean rachel has two mysteries that's true costume. she does it's mystery hater rachel <laughs> i yeah if you consider like i consider it a courtroom drama i don't consider it a mystery yeah, but, but if you uh, do but it is rachel that is a mystery <laughs> it is on hallmark movies and mysteries true. well i mean if you're gonna count anything on that channel i have i have three on that yeah from that uh, channel. yeah i kind of figured you would yeah it's this out of control i uh, i don't know what's happening <laughs> to me but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah you've got more mysteries than i do i don't on my know. list it's 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 crazy but uh but i i did really enjoy this one and uh, i i just the, my only request would at this one i think they got so close to to kissing and i'm like ah, come on what? yeah uh but uh but i know they want to drag it out yeah. because people like that but anyway it was it was really cute so uh amber what do you have at number five at number five, I have a list, I mean, a movie that has already appeared on somebody else's list. Mm. Mm. Oh. And like you said about them dragging out relationships and putting in silly conflicts, this movie did none of those things. <laughs> This was the perfect bride wedding bells. Ah. I'm sure they had some conflicts, but they never were like going to break up right. or step back from the wedding. I mean, they were maybe going to postpone the wedding, mm -hmm. but they never were like, we're not going to get married. Yeah. And I really appreciated yeah. that. Put that on top of their amazing chemistry, mm -hmm. plus the addition of Casey Manderson and yeah. Lane Edwards. Yeah. This movie was unstoppable. Yeah. And I loved it so much. And that is yeah. why it is my number five. That's a good pick. It, they, I did appreciate the fact, yeah, that the focus was always on the marriage, not on the wedding, yes. which I, I appreciate. Yeah, and true. Uh, and they, they had like semi-realistic like impediments. You know, they felt like like he was doing his gallery show. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, you know, she was working on buying the club. Like, the, it was pretty realistic mm -hmm. impediments, as opposed to sometimes where it feels like yeah you know come on um but yeah very good pick i like that. and i also like that they they signed up to do the wedding in the shortened period of time right before they were given these conflicts mm -hmm. yeah and they were like i mean we can just postpone the wedding and then still yeah. get married and still be in love and right and like even when there was the miss oh like the overheard thing where she was like something 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 and then yeah. he walked off but like he didn't walk off he was like come on let's go talk about this and yeah. i was like communication understanding <laughs> what is this yeah. incredible that's yeah. what it is so yeah. yeah and a really good proposal in that one oh, too. very good yes yeah. yes uh so ruth what's your number five Okay, so my number five is a complete dark horse to me. I did not mm. expect this at all. This was actually the last movie that I saw of 2018. Um, I, I actually just saw it this weekend because it had been on my DVR. 
uh, what happened was it premiered during the time that I was at the Hardy's family reunion. Oh. And so I, what was real, it was, it was, and I really desperately wanted to see it because I had interviewed the lead actor and I, and, and I was so sad that I wasn't getting to see it on its premiere date. Um, so when I got back, I asked my mom how it was. And she said, oh, yeah, it was okay. And I thought, oh, no, it's not. It's, <laughs> I, thought, I thought, no, it's going to be really bad. I'm not going to like it. And so I'll just keep putting it off and I'll get caught up in Christmas. And one of these days I'll watch it. And so then you invited me on this podcast. And I thought, well, that's the only movie from 2018 I have not seen. So I thought, okay. It's, it's Cameron Matheson. I love Cameron Matheson, so it can't be that bad. So let's just sit down and watch it. And I sat down and started watching it. And I was like, this is really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And good. so this movie is Love, of Course. Um, yeah. And uh, and really, the for me, one of the reasons that this one I know connected with me big time is my daughter in two years my daughter graduates from high school yeah and so for me right away i'm able to make a connection as far as karen matheson playing professor well of course my education stuff is all taking place at a college all that is making all sorts of connections with me Mm -hmm. um and so i really got into it and i loved i i didn't know if karen matheson could pull off being a professor uh, when I saw that he was going to be a professor, I was like, "Oh, can he do it?" And I was like, "Well, he did." So, um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I should know better because I've never seen him not pull a part off. But well, he uh, he was like, because they love having the scientific farmer. Yeah, and that's basically what he kind of was. Like, it, it was right. sort of very similar to the Victor Webster yeah. character in Harvest Wedding, right? Or right. you know, this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> no. so I really. I really got into the movie. And so then I talked to my mom about it later and she didn't even remember the movie. And so I had the discussion with her and then she remembered it and she's like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, that was a good one. And I'm thinking, you told me it was only okay. <laughs> and so, I, I, so it ended up being, and, and I really had not seen Kelly Rutherford in very much. And I know yeah. that that was their first time making a movie together. I love the line dancing. I really did love the line dancing in the movie. Um, <laughs> probably because uh, I remember Cameron told me that that was actually how he, that when he came to set, the direct, I believe it was the director, set it up that they were going to take a line dancing class together. And so that's actually, he, his kind of first interactions with Kelly Rutherford was at the line dancing class. Yeah. So anyway. Well, there were a lot of very swoon-worthy moments in that movie. It was yeah. a lot better than I expected it to be because I, I had never seen anything with her before. And yeah. I don't know, for some reason, the trailers just weren't, the promos weren't grabbing me. Right. Right. And uh, and yeah, then we went on the, we actually went on the bubbly sesh uh, for the first oh. time. Talk about yeah. that movie. And that was really fun. We had a good t- uh, memory with that. Um, and I really liked the relationship between her and her daughter I guess pretty well written in that and mm-hmm. and uh that I liked the fact that the daughter was kind of uh wasn't super like needy but like was yeah. also kind of like it's okay if you call me every now and then. Like, yeah sort of, right I like their yeah. dynamic I thought it felt pretty yeah. real pretty right. natural 
and uh and yeah i i uh it, it was good very good pick all right we're down to number four it's very exciting i have love at first dance this is my favorite nina movie of the year by far um i really enjoyed it i i thought that it did a lot of things that other homework movies don't do i really appreciated that she was presented with two good choices not abandon your career for a man in the leave the city and abandon your career which i hate um she was presented she could she could run the dance studio there and that was a good choice or she could go and be the choreographer in london which was scarier and riskier but also a good choice and so she's debating between and i really thought that that was really well done i thought that the breakup was when it was very well done it felt like these are two friends who really do care about each other and i thought it was very tender and and like sweetly done and i really liked his uh his uh fiance i thought that like she actually seemed to care about what she was doing in her career and her life. And I thought that she was a pretty well-written character. And I thought that there were a lot of cute moments and they managed to straddle that sort of, uh, we're getting more attracted to each other, but we're with other people kind of a thing pretty well. Uh, and like, I liked the scene where they're, they're dancing in the fountain was really cute. And I liked mm -hmm. the ending a lot because <laughs> it was basically like the start of their relationship. They'd had no relationship before. And so when he shows up there, I thought that was very swoon worthy and really fun. And overall, I just, I liked that fact it was actually filmed in New York. So it felt a little more authentic and uh, I just really enjoyed it. And so there you go. I have it at number four. Yeah. So uh, Amber, what do you have at number four? Uh, my number four is a movie that has been on someone else's list already. Yeah. This is my favorite thing to do, by the way. <laughs> um, this movie stars a very handsome man. And it's a, clue. it's a very, very Valentine. Uh, um, this is really the movie where I was like, Cameron Matheson, huh? And then it was solidified in A Summer to Remember. But what I really liked about this movie was the whole, it, it just felt like so many classic tales yeah. woven together in a very like original and organic way. Um, like, you know, it was like Cyrano de Bergerac and also Cinderella and, mm. you know, the Rose from Beauty and the Beast. It's and true. so I, I really enjoyed that. And I think the chemistry between Cameron and Danica was amazing. So yes, it is my number four. Very mm. good. I, I agree. <laughs> so very good. All right, Ruth, what do you have at number four? So that my number four is All of My Heart, The Wedding. Mm. Um, and uh that one um was i mean first of all it's it's brennan elliott and um that's always a plus and that's yeah that's always big and of course then you have lacey chabert um and and then it continued well and then i mean the list goes on um i met pauline egan who played um the not so nice character that turns out to be nicer than you think she is, but yeah. you know, she's not sending them. And, and they brought back, you know, they, you know they, you've got Heather Dirksen's character comes back and she's still got her, her love interest. And, um, and then the um, executive producer, Beth Grossbard is just 
wonderful. She's she's actually the reason I got to interview Lacey. So um, she was because she's she's always contacting me. She she and I have a uh-huh. real connection, and she so she told me all about the movie and um, and all that. So so what I what I really enjoyed about this one, honestly, is um, I. I I love the movie throughout. I actually thought it worked much better than um, the second one. The second one was good, but this one, but, um, and the first one of course was fantastic, but this one I thought really worked well. Um, and I love the fact that we had so much time at the wedding because in these movies, you don't usually get a whole lot of time at the wedding and they really took a lot of time to, um, and they, they added in a lot of special things. Um, since both Brennan Elliott and Lacey Chabert were both executive producers on this, they were able to add more into it, more parts to make it um, more authentic for them. Uh-huh. And so that was, yeah. that was, that was really neat. Um, I, I just enjoyed the story. Um, I felt like it did. It was a nice, a nice treat, you know, and, and I've been a huge proponent of the series from the beginning um and so it's always it's always been it's always been a very special series and it was nice to see this one come and and so well i i agree with you i think that it was a huge improvement over the second film Mm -hmm. and it was way better than i was expecting it to be by the synopsis the synopsis Mm -hmm. was like sounded like a repeat of the second movie i like i was more positive about the second one than a lot of people Mm -hmm. but um but i'm like now we're gonna get it a we're going to get it a third time. That was like, oh my gosh. But it actually wasn't the case. Yeah. It wasn't true. Like he didn't really think about going back to Wall Street. Like that wasn't real. Right. I don't know what the summary was up to. But yeah, it was right. really sweet. And I thought that it was almost like, it felt a little uh, like Frank Capra-ish to me. Yeah. Sort of yes. The whole town coming together. Yes, there was that whole part. That in their rent. Definitely. I mean, their mortgage, whatever. And, yeah. uh, um, and then her realizing that like these people really do care. It was very sweet. I, I can't imagine anyone being offended by this movie. It was so yeah. sweet. Yeah. And uh, so I, 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 I did actually enjoy it way more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Amber? Do you, do you get to see this one? Um, or, yeah, I saw it and I did like it more than I liked the second one. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't imagine anybody not feeling that way. <laughs> this is like the second one anyway all right uh so uh all right my turn okay so my number three is uh one winter weekend i loved it i thought it was very well written it was had a nice little sort of witty banter between all our leads i i thought it was just a really well executed romantic comedy i liked how there was sort of the workplace element where rakia keeps getting the calls from her boss and then finally she has to sort of stand up to her boss and i liked that i thought that was really good i it's been a while since i've seen it but i really did enjoy it and i'm excited for the the sequel mm-hmm. and it did win me over to to taylor cole and really start enjoying her performances so mm-hmm. yeah i have a number three uh, what do you have a number three, Amber? So my number three is a movie that has appeared on both of your lists. Oh. And just kidding, it's also One Winter Weekend. Ah. Ah. 
Um, that movie, like everyone said, has been so great. It's amazing. Obviously, it deserves a sequel. Yeah. But another thing about this movie that I like is that it's our first step to an actual ensemble yeah. movie. That's not a series. Like, so right. it's delivered as a series, but it's right. an ensemble. And right. so that means we're just one step closer to our mega movie, the Firehouse movie, yes. the Bachelor <laughs> Weekend movie, the Bachelorette Party Weekend movie, <laughs> you know, yeah. any of those. Very true. So, yeah. but like, I can't say enough good things about this movie. Yeah. This is the movie that converted me to Taylor Cole. Yeah, it, it really was so good. Very good. Okay. And Ruth, what do you have at number three? My number three is... Uh, has has been uh mentioned um previously. <laughs> uh sign, sign seal delivered to the altar um okay. is what Excellent. i have at number three and um of course i've been um a postable from the beginning i'm i actually can say there's not a whole there's not very many of us who were there from the beginning pushing it from the beginning back when the pilot aired way back when and the 10 episodes and we pushed and we worked our tails off to get more episodes and i mean i gave up my my sundays uh-huh. regularly and so for me science of delivered to the altar was a wonderful experience and what even made it better because um, I actually considered not ranking it as high as I had. Mm-hmm. But what really made it better is when I thought about this movie, I thought about the fact that I watched this with my daughter and we enjoyed watching it because she's been a fan from the beginning as well. Mm-hmm. And she's watched all the movies. And it's the one Hallmark movie, Hallmark, Hallmark series that, that she and I can agree on. <laughs> she, she, she gave up on When Calls the Heart once, um, once the engagement happened. Um, she was done with when calls. She was like, "That's too many candles." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that is true. But that I still have the memory of my mom and my daughter uh, over there laughing during the during the proposal and saying that he had to have gotten all the pickle jars and how did he get that? Many <laughs> jars? Oh, I mean, I, I mean, I still have that memory. So for me, it's like that's so. So yeah. that's when she. That's but this hilarious. is the one series that she has continued. She. She so identifies with Rita, so it was really neat to see that that wedding happen. Yeah, so I definitely agree with you. And I gave two perfect, well, technically I gave four perfect scores, but to non-Christmas, two yeah. perfect scores. So really, my top two are, are tied. They're the same okay. level of yeah. love from me. But... Yeah. <laughs> um so my second pick is signs you'll deliver to the altars okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah this is very exciting um and i think there were a lot of other really i mean everything's been said and i agree with everything yeah. that's been said um but i thought the whole thing with the green tie was so fun so yeah. romantic great yeah. really enjoyed it especially with oliver's character being so yes. stuffy that yeah. to see him with that tie was kind of like ah! Yeah. <laughs> it was very fun and yeah. there and i thought his proposal was very romantic oh, and very yes. well done and i really I, I liked actually the little case i with the wedding dress and mm-hmm. the, the the mother who's the yes the maid yes. i thought it was really good yeah. very moving and i liked when rita says to her you know you there you haven't 
it's it's not a lost cause or something to that effect you know that like my mother has died Mm -hmm. make sure you don't miss that chance i thought that was very moving right and i yeah i just liked pretty Mm -hmm. much uh, everything i some of the um some of the carol burnett and the banshee tribe stuff was a little not my favorite (laughs) but other than that i really enjoyed it and i thought it was really romantic and really lovely i loved when uh when uh um uh, norman and uh oliver were talking about going to the movies that was Mm -hmm. hilarious Mm -hmm. so so good and so yeah i really enjoyed it and uh yeah i hope that we'll all be surprised and there'll be another one right but uh, i think if you if you had to go out that's the way to do it and that's it made right. me really happy so i really enjoyed yeah. it and uh what do you amber have at number two at number two i'm continuing my trend of lead actors or actresses who prior to this i wasn't necessarily the biggest fan mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. so this movie i didn't have great expectations for mm-hmm. um and it it uh it really wowed me it i gave it i think like four and seven point seven crowns or something Uh um and of course i'm talking about pearl in paradise Mm -hmm. starring jill Mm -hmm. wagner and Mm -hmm. he grew on me christopher palaha Mm -hmm. (laughs) so and i just really loved so many things about this movie i think i i really enjoyed seeing christopher palaha as sort of a fastidious nerd guy because i think the problem with him for me is like he was too cool mm. like i like didn't trust him mm. and you know he was a little bit more uptight in this so i think it it helped me like him more and i can't say enough good things about jill wagner i think she is incredible yeah. i think they had amazing chemistry and then here the side characters the supporting cast i thought was incredible and you know Fiji. Yeah, Fiji yeah. was amazing. I was so surprised by that whole sort of subtle message about faith. I was not expecting yeah. that to sort of come up in this yeah. movie, and I thought it was really surprising and and sweet. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was really good. Good, good choice. Uh, and mm-hmm. her interview was one. Of, I'm really excited because I'm going to get to talk to her again. This uh, I'm actually going to get to talk to her on my birthday. So oh. that'll be really fun to get to talk to my cousin on my birthday. <laughs> um, but uh, she was definitely one of my favorite interviews i've ever done she was just hilarious had so many great stories and was just really fun so uh so uh anyway that that always have really good memories to me about that movie uh yeah. so good choice uh so ruth what do you have at number two? Oh, my number two has been mentioned um Ooh. previously uh-huh uh royal hearts oh, oh. so fun um when that movie uh now I fully expected to enjoy it because it's Cindy Busby, um, James Brolin, um, I'm, and um, so I fully expected that, and, and Romania, and, you know, it, it was, it, yeah, I knew it was a princess type, you know, royal story, but that's okay, you know, I, that, that's, because I've, those have grown on me, I, I think at first I was rather against those, but Hallmark's had some really good ones um, uh-huh. last year, and this was. But I agree that this is by far their best royal film. Yeah, this one I would say definitely. Um, and so this one, I absolutely loved James Brolin's character. My dad, who who loves Hallmark, but in more recent times, just because of 
a variety of his health issues, uh, his attention span is not what it once was. Mm-hmm. But he loved James Brolin in this one. Yeah. He was he was taken with a lot of the things that a lot of James Brolin's antics, and so that I think there were some things because because if I ever find my dad enjoying a film, sometimes I'll think you're enjoying that film. Do you have a clue what you're watching? This sometimes it is that because I re- and, and I don't say that to him because I realize that his his brain is not what it once was. I understand uh-huh. that's, that's just the kind of the progression of the disease. And and but and but it's but it's always nice for him to be able to enjoy something. Yeah. And so the fact that he was able to sit and enjoy at least parts of this, I don't know if he watched the whole thing, but he enjoyed James Brolin and I loved Cindy Busby. She was absolutely fantastic in this. Um, I mean, I think this one, if they were going to do a sequel to a royal film, you know, like do a sequel to this one. Um, definitely. Yeah. If they were I kind of liked too how, because a lot of times in these movies, you have the, uh, the girl who's the outsider yeah. coming in and it being like, how can you fall in love with our son? Whereas in this case, yep. it was the men actually pursuing her yeah. and yeah, wanting true. to be with her. Yep. So I kind of liked that different dynamic. Like she definitely had the power in the situation yeah. as opposed to usually it's yeah. the royals that have the power right and uh, so yeah i think uh i think it's i i really enjoyed it too i thought it was really fun so yeah. i'm with you yeah. very good pick all right this is it number one mm-hmm. Woo! <laughs> so my number one is falling for you i uh-huh. loved this movie when they have the the near kiss i was like oh I was so irritated. And then when she's like, Zach, and she pulls him back and they go for it. I was like, yeah, I'm so I was yeah. so excited. And I just, I, I was, I just thought there were so many things that kind of like love at first dance that you never seen a Hallmark movie that they did in this one that made me so happy. I like immediately contacted Joanne was like, we have to talk because you did such a great job. Um, because I just thought the fact that she takes the job in the city was like amazing yeah. to me. And mm-hmm. I thought the fact that like both of their careers were like respected and he still gave his presentation. It was mm-hmm. a lot of times like in these kind of movies, you'll have like, he like leaves the presentation in the middle of things. And here it's like, no, I asked him if we could do it early. Yeah. He made it while work. And, and when like he's there, you know, all of a sudden and I, I totally thought it was very swoonworthy. I really liked it. I really liked just the whole ending with them, with her talking and saying, you know, that she, she decided to take the job and him talking mm-hmm. about how he's going to support her and they would get through, you know, they would, they would make it work together. I was just like, this is so functional and so like <laughs> stable. It was great. And I, I, I thought they had really good chemistry. I liked the little side mo- moments, like the little kid doing his podcast. That was mm-hmm. amazing. Oh yeah. Right and uh uh, that was fun i i liked all the little festivals were fun of course like hallmark they had like a jam festival then Mm -hmm. they had that lantern walk and uh i don't know it just all worked i thought like in my opinion this is it this is how you do a hallmark movie this is this is it so i i really enjoyed it (laughs) so that's my number one but uh amber what do you have at number one 
before I say my number one, I'd like to tell you my number 11, which was okay. falling for you. Okay. Mm. Good. I had a suspicion it would be Rachel's number one. So I wanted to save that reveal until then, <laughs> just to let you know that it may not have made my top 10, but boy, was it close. Yeah. Mm. It was okay. a fun movie. Yeah. So my number one, it's going to be very controversial, but mm. with all your royal hearts love, is my favorite of the princess movies, which is... Once Upon a Prince. That one was really fun. Yeah, And I'm not exactly sure what about this movie worked for me. I can't pin down like specific moments other than like the one time they showed a seal in the water and I thought that was hilarious. And then Mm -hmm. I loved him wearing his working shirt when he was in the castle working in the garden. But there was just like an energy about this movie that was just so sweet and so delightful. Mm -hmm. And I just, I loved it. Yeah. I have no problem with that at all. Yeah. I, it's definitely in my top 20. I really enjoyed it. Tracy Andreen, another winner from her this yeah. year. She was just knocking it out of the park mm-hmm. uh, based on the, you know, the novel that we both read that we both liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, yeah, I loved, it's not just that he was wearing the garden shirt. He was like rage wearing it, which was hilarious. <laughs> like, it was like was this so is fun. my protest shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't make me forget her. Yeah. <laughs> And then the ending was so swoon-worthy with that yeah. tree, Oh, the, the ending, tree. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. No, I don't, I don't think that's terribly controversial. That no. was a good one. Yeah, I mean, my number 11, if we're saying our 11s, it was actually Royally Ever After, just because I appreciated okay. that that movie, they started... Ha- as a couple, which is unusual. Yeah. I love Fiona, she's so sweet. And... Yeah. I yeah the parents were kind of grown worthy but other than that I, I I really enjoyed that one so my number one has been mentioned previously uh, yeah and it is Pearl in Paradise yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, yeah. uh, this was one that I mean I was already predisposed to like it because when I saw okay so it's being shot in Fiji it's got Christopher Palaha. It's got Jill Wagner. You know, I saw the clip of the preview show. And for the moment, because I didn't really, I, I will admit that I try to stay away from a lot of the trailers and the press mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, it's kind of funny because I know I, I'm interviewing people, but I try to stay away from all these things because I just want to be surprised about what's coming up. So when it's time for the preview show, I usually haven't done any research. I just try not to because I want to be surprised. And so when I saw the clip in the preview show, I was just like, oh my goodness, this movie is going to be so funny. It's like I could not get the clip out of my mind. You know, having, you know, Christopher Flaw's character fall, plunge, you know, trying to be so cool and he falls and, uh-huh. and, and, and it was great. I loved it. Yeah. And so then it ended up then um, watching it. Now, I was already a fan of both of these actors. Um, but it went to another level after seeing them together and suddenly it was just like, oh my goodness, these two are so phenomenal together. The story was fantastic. Um, I did not expect the faith element either. In fact, um, when we were watching it, I think I had to play it back or something because I thought, because I almost missed it and my mom missed it. And I'm like, did you hear what I heard? And she's like, I think so. And so we actually played it back to make sure that that's what we really heard about there being a faith element in it. And 
the, and, and I tell you, like the the ending of that film was just absolutely hilarious. When she's talking on the phone to him, and then look over, and you know, there he is, and <laughs> and um, then when I found out that they were, I w- that they were getting paired up again for a mystery film, I was like, oh my goodness, yeah, like. I that makes perfect sense but I didn't expect Hallmark to do that because they don't always do that they don't always you know I can see it but they don't always do what I can see Uh I don't expect it and so I mean this film is is just and and I think that's why um when I saw Small Town Christmas I know um I did not, I I think I had such high expectations because I'd seen Pearl in Paradise. And so I was expecting like a knock out of the park movie again. And that one did not, not that I didn't like it. I enjoyed the film, Mm -hmm. but I was expecting, I think the same level of Pearl in Paradise. And so when it didn't deliver, it was almost like a letdown, (laughs) which is, which then I felt really bad. And so I told Christopher that I'll be sure to watch it again because I'm sure that I missed, I'm sure that it's, I think I think that's a lot of it as I was expecting because that it's like the bar was for me was raised so high and I just now expecting everything yeah. you know like that's everything that he does everything they do is going to be on that level and I have to remember that's not always the case but. there was probably a little bit of, of me with that with yes I do yeah I mean I, yeah, I generally right. didn't really like it but right I, I think yeah it was also a little bit like I just loved all three all, all the previous movies right and so yeah. with that and, collaboration and, 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 and that happens and sometimes I've found that when I go ahead when I wait a while and I go back and watch those movies again and I don't have that expectation yeah. I'll think oh this movie was a whole lot better than I remembered it being yeah. it's kind of like that's what happened with um, Christmas Detour I always go back to that one because when I first saw Christmas Detour I was kind of like eh it's okay it's fun yeah it's good and then when I watched it again I was like oh this is really good and so yeah. now it's like become one of my favorites uh that I that I rewatch whenever it's on I find myself like like watching it all over again <laughs> so yeah. yeah so I know sometimes that happens with movies is we get in our minds what we expect it to be and then it doesn't reach that level that we're expecting and it's like oh but it's actually good it's just yeah we have our expectations set differently very good great that pearl in paradise definitely definitely my favorite for for 2018 and probably one of my probably one of my all-time favorite that actually that and royal hearts both are probably on my all-time favorite list yeah to be very honest. cool great well good i like all of our lists and they're all different and yeah. fun and, um so let's go over our list real quick i so, like my list because i know in my heart you just want to be like no no to some of them so actually no it's not how i feel not there's you only, not you only one on your list that i question but then i remember this is amber <laughs> Okay. And and not, that's not putting you down. That's remembering that you think differently than I do. And so, okay. It, and so there's nothing wrong with that. I'm glad that people liked that movie and I'm, because I know a lot of people did and I was just one that didn't. And so, yeah, I, it just comes down to different sense of humor. That's just like in a, in a tangible that you can't change that. Like what I find funny is different than what Amber finds funny. Exactly. That's it. You know, and, uh, and so, yeah. there you go i just didn't find 
I just didn't like the romance and yes I do and I hated all of the humor in, in Hell by Spring I thought it was <laughs> awful so but that's just people are wired differently I that's thought it. that James Rowland was really funny in Real Hearts Amber didn't think it was that funny right no so, yeah just, so there you go that's that's what makes people fun yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I have no problem with that. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's go over our list real quick. Uh, okay. Just real quick. And then I'll share with you the top six uh, from our listeners. Okay. Very exciting. Okay. So I have, uh, I have the Good Witch, a number 10, Tale of Two Hearts. I have Garage Sale Mysteries, the Pandora's Box at number nine. I have the Sweetest Heart at number eight. I have Royal Hearts at seven. I have Very, Very Valentine at six. I have Darrow and Darrow, uh, Body of Evidence at five. I have Love at First Dance at four. I have One Winter Weekend at three. I have Science Seal Delivered to the Altar at two. And I have Falling for You at one. So very fun. So Amber, you want to go over your list? Yes, I have the controversial Home by Spring at 10, A Summer to Remember at 9, the other controversial Yes I Do at 8, Good Witch Tale of Two Hearts at 7, Sign Still Delivered to the Altar at 6, The Perfect Bride Wedding Bells at 5, Very Very Valentine at 4, One Winter Weekend at 3, Pearl in Paradise at number 2, and Once Upon a Prince at number 1. Very good. And is One Winter Weekend the only one that we all had? Um, no, we also all had signs still delivered to yeah. the Right, 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 yeah. yeah. So Ruth, why don't you repeat your okay. list real quick? Okay, all right. So number 10, The Beach House. Number nine, One Winter Weekend. Number eight, Garage Sale Mystery, Murder in D Minor. Number seven, The Perfect Bride, Wedding Bells. Number six, Falling for You. Number five, Love of Course. Number four, All of My Heart, The Wedding. Number three, signs still delivered to the Altar. Number two, Royal Hearts. And number one, Pearl of Paradise. Very good. All right. Well, this is very exciting. So we have the top six of our listeners. I, uh, we polled everybody, uh, just like we did for the Christmas, uh, podcast. Uh, everybody gave us their top fives. And if you had the movie at, we ended up with 68 votes. And if you had, uh, if you had whatever movie you had at number one, got five points, two got four points, three got three points, four, four got two points and five got one point. <laughs> and so uh, that's how we do this. Okay. So number six, and I'm really surprised that didn't make your list, Amber, is Cooking with Love. That mm, number six was number 12. Okay. Mm. Interesting. All right. Number six. Yeah. Cooking with love. Number five. Also one that was on none of our list is love on the slopes. That mm. was 13. <laughs> and then number four is love at first dance. Mm-hmm. So there you go. And then three was falling for you. Mm-hmm. Number two, pearl in paradise. Mm-hmm. And then number one, Sansa delivered to the altar. So. Yeah, I mean, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> yeah. And it was a sizable victory. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but there you go. That that I thought that was interesting. That Did you disqualify had. people who voted for Sansa delivered to the altar for all five? I, I didn't count it as like that was just one five point okay yeah. that's fine yeah. yeah no and i clarified that when i posted the thing yeah that you're only gonna get like don't stuff the ballot box <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and then everything else was quite a bit behind those six those were the clear oh, okay. favorites of everybody so there you go 
very fun. So, and, and I liked all. Uh, hey, I'm stuff. not mad at anybody's choices. We're going to get to come to the day when Hallmark will just let us have a series recording. Oh, Hallmark premiere movies. <sighs> yeah. They, I wish they at least or, or even or, just like Winterfest. That's movies. what I was just going to say. Like even just the seasons, you could just record it. And like you do with Garage Sale Mysteries, you can just- you That would like, be wonderful. Well, you know, they could be working on that because they didn't always used to offer that with the mysteries. Last year was the first year they offered that with the mysteries. Yeah. And it is so nice because I've had yeah. multiple times where I think I've recorded it and then I yes. go to live tweet and I'm like, you know what? The worst, the worst thing, the absolute worst thing for me is I thought I had set it up to record. There was a Christmas movie I didn't set up to record and I, so I missed the premiere and mm. I was literally so mad at myself and I thought I'd let Hallmark down because that's how bad <laughs> it is. Northern Lights of Christmas, of all movies, for me to not have set up to record. Well, they kept changing that one around, so that one's a little Well, I know, but, but I thought I'd set it up to record, so I yeah. went to watch it. I'm like, wait a minute, where is it? Yeah. It's... I didn't set it to record, no, but I was so glad it was on the next day. So all the people who complain about Hallmark running movies uh, so often and repeating them, I'm <laughs> yeah. so glad they do. I know. Because when people like me, and I know there are other people who do it too, forget to record the movies, you think you've done it and you haven't. Yeah. Uh, it is so nice to know that they're going to come back on. It really is. The only thing that I was annoyed about the app was that some people got a little like, congratulations, you watched all of the movies they were posting <laughs> on Twitter. And I was like, I, if anybody deserves a congratulations, it's me. <laughs> like, what? Why didn't I oh, get a congratulations? Boy. I was very offended. Oh. I don't want to say that they really need the season pass because I didn't record Winter Castle. And so now I have to oh. wait a week until I can watch it. But oh. that might be a true story. Ah. <laughs> okay. Good. it'll be on it'll be on this weekend <laughs> yeah i mean the good thing is if it premiered the week before they always yes. show it immediately preceding yes the next premiere yes. unless it's the new premiere is a sequel so yeah i'm not sure about this weekend yeah. yeah yeah well you're the best ruth thanks so much for doing this and it was a wild and crazy year for yep. hallmark uh and excited for the upcoming year to see, oh, uh, see what's what's going on uh and uh yeah, so the hardest working in Hallmark. Hard yes. Wow, I'm gonna say that again. The hardest working whoa. <laughs> the hardest working woman in podcasting of Hallmark. Not podcasting. Dang it. You know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say Ruth works the hardest of any Hallmark fan in the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get like a bronze medal and then there's like Ruth. It's like the gold medal. <laughs> she was amazing. But and like uh, silver medalist is Bill Abbott. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the bubbly sesh <laughs> bubbly sesh does a pretty good job they I did amazing i mean they 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 have really stepped up their game i tell you i've been i've been impressed with them they, not that they were ever horrible and i don't mean <laughs> they were ever horrible yeah. but they really found their rhythm i think yeah i mean they covered every single movie its yes. own episode i yes. just i don't know how they did it <laughs> <laughs> and they kept their energy level up and they just were all happy and uh, and yeah, I, I don't know how they I, yeah as a child i'm just like oh yeah. <laughs> wow but anyway yeah. they're amazing um yes 
and uh so uh yeah it's 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 been a wild year and i'm excited for what's coming up and uh so yeah make sure you guys have listened to our interview with cardi wong that posted on monday uh it's gonna be really fun and uh and yeah let us know what your top 10 would be uh and uh why if you are violently agree with some of our choices let us know in the comments or on twitter and uh uh, if you love home at spring please at me yeah yeah hey yes support my support my cause (laughs) (laughs) well and in fairness i had ones that you didn't like so we both had ones that we both didn't like and that's fine that's right but i wasn't mean what? Well, you guys, you guys had you guys had ones that that I, mean, I that did not like. Sweetest heart. Favorite. I don't think you were that much nicer to sweetest about sweetest heart than I didn't I give was. it like half a crown. Uh, you were pretty close, I think. I think you maybe gave it one. I don't want to fight about this again. Anyway, okay. I I I didn't like that movie, and I'm sorry. Uh, you don't I have to be you. sorry because. <laughs> Because the thing is, I want a sequel to that movie. So it's, yeah. um, even spring? though it wasn't my all-time favorite movie, I actually want a sequel. Oh, Sweetest Heart. Movie. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, got, I have no yeah. problem with Amber liking what she likes. That's, that's fine. That's right. So let us know what you think. And uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and uh, all over social media. And if you give re- reviews and ratings on iTunes, we really appreciate it so much. And thumbs up on YouTube if you're watching on there. And Amber, where can people find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. Great. And you can find me at, at Rachel's Reviews all over social media on YouTube. I do weekly family movie nights and you can now find me on Rotten Tomatoes, which is so crazy and exciting. So uh, we'll have all that links below. And Ruth, where can people find you? You can find me at my blog, which is mydevotionalthoughts.net. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at RuthHill74 and um, at on Facebook um my page is my devotional thoughts great and we'll have all that down below and thanks so much again Reef. we really appreciate it and uh we will uh we'll be covering when calls the heart before we know it so it'll yep. be really fun yeah that's true yep all right bye bye, bye everybody